0: My name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve the Professor. Welcome to a new episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about doubt. That might be somebody doubting you, that might be you doubting yourself, um, me doubting myself and, and whatnot, but doubt in general. So this, for anybody who's like an entrepreneur or somebody trying to make it or somebody with big dreams somebody trying to do something outside of the norm of maybe what is expected of you or of what do you even expect of yourself sometimes if you're in a situation like that you really have to kind of believe in yourself you know in a way that really like no one else will and maybe realizing that no one ever else is gonna believe in you in that same way—that's just how it goes. You don't need to have some, you know, guardian angel, somebody who just believes in you. I believe you can keep going. <laughs> you don't. No, that's got to be you. You have to be the one that believes. You have to believe in yourself, like like no one's ever going to. Because at times they're not. You know, there are times when your cute little uh, aspirations will not seem so inspiring to others. There'll be a weight that others might feel like is dragging them and you down. So one thing that can happen along a path where you're trying to, you know, climb this mountain or whatever it is for you, it can be kind of difficult having the realization that that nobody cares. You know, when you feel like nobody believes in you or oh how am I gonna do this alone or, you know, nobody cares if I give up those type of of those those self doubts. Um, I think it's kind of it's good to have the reality check to know that no one cares and a good thing to know kind of to free you up. That really nobody is going to ever care, like for the most part, about what you do and your, you know, minuscule contributions to humanity. Um, And that's not their fault. They're focused on their life, that they care about what they care about. So you trying to, you know, make it so the world knows your name, you know that's that's likely not going to happen, but it doesn't mean that you can't achieve whatever you want because, again, nobody cares, so why not? Why not do it? So I think sometimes feel this pressure to do things, to impress people. I think that's kind of a false ideation, and then other times folks are afraid to do things because people are watching or because they'll be ridiculed or, oh, man, that's out of the norm. So I think in both those cases, realizing that nobody really cares is is an important um, kind of thing to acknowledge. And once you've acknowledged that, you can move forward and say, "Okay, I'm going to do this despite the fact that nobody cares." And you know, if I am not successful, it won't matter one way or the other. I've done what I wanted to do that felt right to me. Kind of it helps you check your motivations for why you're doing something. Are you doing this for them or for you? So. When you start to doubt yourself along this way, and you're like, nobody's care, nobody cares if I do this. You know, why am I even doing this? Well, you know, why not? You know, what was your original intention? You know, did you have this aspiration? You know, you felt like you could be the best at this, or you could be highly, you know, you already had the talent for this, and you want to see how high you, how far you could take it. Um, and you have to ask yourself kind of that, like when the doubt creeps in, you have to kind of counter it with, well, why not? You know, why not me? Why not now? You know, why not? Why can't I do this? And oftentimes the why is is you, is you getting in your own way and you need to kind of pull that out of, the, out of there, you know, get rid of the doubt. And that's easier said than done sometimes, but sometimes examining why you feel that way. Why do I, why do I think I can't do this? And then, you know, sometimes I think it helps to realize, you know, if you're having that self-talk, you know, who else are you talking to? Do you have somebody building you up? Sometimes you have some that, you know, that's where that, you know, kind of, That that uh yeah that I was thinking of trying to think of a word from this uh, or this name from this TV show, Um, some kind of angel. What is it? It was in like Ozark. What did he call himself? Uh, Some kind of angel, like angel investor. (laughs) It's almost like you you don't have to have an angel investor in your dream. You know, even if that's just like morale, they might not be literally investing you. They might just be investing morale in you and just saying you got this. Don't give up. Like you don't have to have that. you got to be mentally strong and have the fortitude to do that for yourself, I think. So while you don't need that necessarily to have the person behind you cheerleading you, uh, although it's helpful, don't allow yourself to really have those doubters hanging around you You know that are saying, why are you getting up early and going to work out? Why are you doing this? Why are you changing? Why don't you come out anymore? Well, yeah, If you're making changes in your life that are positive and somebody really doubts that you can do that, those folks might have to be you know you might have to dole out less of yourself around them you know or be around them less because they're going to help doubt to creep further into your mind you kind of have to be around the right energy folks that are going to build you up or at least aren't going to disturb your peace if you're on this you know kind of solo path and you're trying to you know keep these workouts together and you've got this this goal or I say workouts because I used to play it was a sports thing with one of my early dreams but if it's if it's music you know it's getting up early and writing songs or or making beats instead of going out or whatever it might be <clears throat> you have to find your way to to do the work and I think in my experience the work is a key thing in erasing the doubt because the more you know you can do something the more you've done the work you know that your work kind of can speak for itself and so the the beast that you become, because of that work, is prepared, and that starts to erase the doubt and help you to feel confident. So that's a key thing: is is to kind of, I think, to take with you if you're a, if you doubt yourself, if you lack some self confidence, is to help erase that by doing the work. Um, I think I've talked on some of these about self confidence and me talking to a, a coach of mine, um, my receiver coach in college, who was named Coach Ball, aptly. Um, and you know, we were talking about you know, confidence out there. And he was talking about using work to really build your confidence. You know, your brain starts to know, just know deeply that you can catch certain passes when you've you know, erased your doubt through 500 reps or through over and over doing that in different situations in your preparation. In the game time, you can't help but feel more confident. So the work can help erase some of that doubt. So that's one of the ways I find you can you know apply practical energy if you have doubt in your mind is to is to do the work um so again both you and your mindset and kind of the company you keep around you could end up holding you back from this doubt perspective if if the folks you kind of run with you know kind of are always knocking you down saying oh you ain't gonna make you ain't gonna be nothing like that's gonna you know that Maybe part of you bucks up against that and ends up wanting to overcome that. I mean, plenty of folks have have felt like they were gonna, you know, erase the doubt in other folks' mind, like I'm gonna prove all y'all wrong, type of thing. So that exists, of course, too, but if you're on the long journey where, you know, you decide to just up and move out to LA to become the stand up comedian, like once you're out there in the thick of it, you start to get those gigs, you're gonna kinda need to have the right space around you. And that might mean Close friends or close folks, but it might mean you know eliminating folks that are doubting you or that are creating this negative atmosphere. So you have to kind of figure out what you need in your own kind of atmosphere there regarding that. Um, but again, sometimes if the company is wrong for you, you have to block them out. You may have to just just dole out less of yourself to them. So if they were kind of the every Friday night or Saturday night, maybe eventually it's less than that. Maybe it's one night a week. Maybe you know, sometimes, unfortunately, you have to kind of move forward from somebody. That's a difficult thing. Um, if that was family, if that was the roommate, if that was a significant other, if that's whatever the situation might be, it can be difficult, of course, to kind of claim your space and say, this is what I need as a human, and I'm going to do it as, you know, as I feel is necessary. But really, only you know what you need. And so, you know, that kind of, you know, again, blocking out the doubt can be sometimes in your own mind. I think I struggle with that sometimes. I've I've learned to kind of formulate the circle I need to some extent or kind of to to selectively put it in place or allow it to be in place, which is difficult during like kind of these covid times. I know I have some folks who I haven't been able to link up with because the phone is difficult to replicate like some of the show relationships, the folks you you, know, you over and over would be at shows like Before the first act is even up there, and the DJ is just killing like the classic records. And so, you know, Annie up remixes on, and y'all just going nuts, just loving hip hop together. Those moments aren't there right now. So there's some folks that I feel like I almost need to, you know, be at a call and have that moment with on the phone. But the phone doesn't work for some of us near as well as, you know, hanging out at the bar before a show does, that type of thing. So um, that's a difficult thing to not have some of the social interaction. But sometimes, again, I'm trying to think of how to select your circle, I guess is what I'm on, is that you want the circle that builds you up and doesn't instill doubt, the one that helps you to see the dopest version of yourself, the the friends that, you know, not that you can do no wrong around because you don't want yes men, but the folks who, you know, you've really built rapport with, the folks you have trust with, um, and trust is a tricky thing, that's a whole other whole other discussion, but the folks around you should build you up and help to kind of erase the doubts that you sometimes have in yourself. Um, now, now, when people make you aware of your flaws, that's different because they're trying to... Th- that helps you to then strengthen yourself and then be like, okay, this is something I have to work on and improve and, and strengthen. And so, you know, good friends don't just don't just say, hey, I mean, you the best. They got to also check you and help build you up. So um, the whole idea of, of selecting your circle is tricky because, I mean there's many a YouTube video on you know how how much your kind of closest five people can rub off on you so you know figure out what you need and what the right kind of support system is for you because it's difficult to, to face it all alone when you're on some kind of a longer journey um, and when you end up having self-doubts and and reasons to kind of you know when when your metal gets tested so to speak um, one thing I find, you know, the farther and farther you go with anything, there are gonna be doubters. You have to realize that even if it's not you know, even if you have the best circle picked and you find a way to to have, you know, kinda of this grow good mindset, all of a sudden you're gonna, you know, put this album out and someone's gonna give you a bad review. Or all of a sudden Sometimes somehow there's this negative thing, especially in this, you know, social media age, you know, there could be a negative thing. So you have to expect almost to have folks that want to, you know, kind of the dream haters or the ones that, that they have a hard time achieving in their life. And so they want to kind of shoot you down. That's going to really be there. So you have to learn to block that out. So learning to choose your circle is kind of an early example, an early kind of version of that. Learning to be selective about who you share your time and space with. And that's later becomes, you know, if somebody writes this bad review, I don't have to look at it. Oh, and somebody, you know, sends me like, man, this guy tore you apart. Like I don't have to watch read that or watch that video or whatever it might be. So learning to be selective with your with your space and time in whatever form that is is important. So black black folks out, and again, that's sometimes it has to be, you know that's difficult if it's somebody close to you or somebody who you know you have some reasons you want to be around but they keep kind of knocking you down and making you feel less than sometimes you have to be more selective with how much time you have with them let's see uh the the doubters i think i wrote down here that like there will be a lot of people that will want you to fail because people fail in life and they i don't know why that's like it's the crab in the barrel thing where folks like everybody would want to be you know be on or be famous or make it or have their song chart or whatever it is, everybody kinda wants that. And so somehow some part of a lot of folks' nature is to be just like a hater <laughs> and just want you to fail and and want you to not make it because they didn't make it. And that's that's a sad situation. But that's what a lot of, of human human folk do. I remember seeing this when I first decided I was gonna walk on at Virginia Tech like folks, you know, from high school be like, oh he ain't gonna make it. You know, ain't no chance. They can never make it there. And like you would think these might be the people cheering you on if you're naive. Same type of thing happens with a, being a local underground rapper. Like, oh, man, he's trying to be a rapper. OK, I see you doing a little rap thing. little You know, little stuff like that. So the doubt is going to come from around you for sure. Learn to block that out. Learn to not hear that. If you're going to work out. Block it out, put your headphones on and go get that workout. If you feel like people are judging you because, and again, this I I, I focus on, I'm thinking about my personal perspective, but expand that out to what yours is. Let's say you decide you want to lose some weight and losing weight is an imperative goal for you health-wise and maybe you're 50 or 100 pounds overweight and maybe you feel judged and doubted when you go to the gym. Well, you can either find a way to tune them out or... You're going to end up having a battle that day in and day out and think, oh, man, this person's looking at me, this person's judging me. Find a way to somehow block that out. It's very difficult. Um, sometimes it means, okay, I'm not going to go there. I'd rather go hiking. I'd rather go, I'd rather go somewhere else and work out, maybe not such a public place. I mean, that's unfortunate, but sometimes you have to claim your space and realize, okay, that's not something I'm comfortable with right now. But if you do go there into that gym and realize it's for you, it's for, the, for your health, it's for the greater good of your life, then you got to find a way sometimes to block that out, tune that out. If you're an artist who's performing and has a, you know, this self, this kind of difficulty with self-confidence, and you doubt yourself, and then you're getting stage fright type of thing, you have to find a way to block it out and realize that you're on your same guitar, it's the same microphone, you've prepared this at home with your PA setup, and you've you've given a thousand like basement performances, you know, before you revealed your full set to somebody, but you erase the doubt that you have with your like your space, your artistic space, and then that overcomes, because of the work, that overcomes the doubt that you might feel in that moment or the stage fright or whatever that magnitude of emotions you're feeling is. So you have to assume that people out there kind of want you to fall flat on your face. Like If you go out there to rap and there's like, you know, if I go out there and, you know, Slum Village is coming up next or or Raekwon the Chef or uh, Farside or Lupe Fiasco IT, uh... If, if I'm if I'm the opener for that, there's some folks there who want to see me kind of fall flat on my face. They just do. They kind of they think it'd be funny if this, you know, this opening act just didn't do well. And so if you don't do well, sometimes the booze come quicker. It's earlier in the night. They haven't had their drinks as much yet. So sometimes if you didn't do well, you might you might really get booed quicker. They might be quicker on the on the trigger to do it. So, you know, again, over-preparation tends to, tends to really help them. And then you just crush your set, and they'll almost, you win them over more so because they almost expected you to somehow you know be an opener, but then you're the, op- the good opener, and they love it. And so that's where doubt can almost work in your favor. It's great to, to have doubters and then prove them wrong. That's a beautiful thing. That's kind of, you know, there's many a movie about that. So um, sometimes use that, use that doubt for fuel. Use your own doubt to fuel your preparation. Use others' doubt to kind of, you know, motivate you to work harder, that type of thing. Um, And if you're still dealing with self-doubt throughout all that, because sometimes your nature, and it probably comes from way, way back and, and, you know, some of your original motivations as a human, but ask yourself, you know, why, and this question gets into that, you know, why don't you believe in yourself? Especially after the work has been done. You know, once you've, I think the work is the key thing. A lot of times, folks really want to be better than they are, or they want to be, you know, they want to have more success than they even deserve, and they wonder why other folks have success. And sometimes it's because they worked harder, they spent more time last summer, this summer, doing thing, doing the work when other folks weren't doing the work, and so the success sometimes is a direct result of that work. So sometimes you don't believe in yourself because you haven't done the work yet, but once you've done the work if you continue to not believe in yourself, you have to sometimes assess why that is and do some of that deeper work. And if it comes from you know, some old things from childhood, so be it. If it comes from other experiences, whatever it might be that has left you with doubt in your own human capacity, your power, your energy force, your whatever you want to call it, you have to kind of come to grips with that. And Again, the work has worked for me for a long time. You know, doing the work, going above and beyond with the work. But I realized at a certain point that all the preparation in the world wasn't going to solve some of my kind of deep-seated doubts that I had in myself. And those have required some self-reflection. They've required, um, you know, part of me wishes I could go and do some of the, the kind of mental and emotional work necessary. And I can do it, but part of me wishes I could do it in a therapy way um but i'm kind of the child of two therapists basically and so part of me is (laughs) in the midst of all this has developed this deep-seated distrust for therapy uh, which is wild i know because i kind of like preach trust sometimes if i'm talking about empathy or compassion compassion and whatnot but i have a difficult time with trust with um with with trusting another human with all my stuff so therapy would be difficult for me i've been to therapy a little bit before uh, not tons but um, I've never really done all the full work that I think is required to really figure out the why in you know if I'm asking myself why don't I believe in myself why do I have these doubts um, there's some work to be done there right so if that's the case then I've used it to motivate myself to kind of erase the doubt through work but then I have done some work recently I have done some more it hasn't been in a therapy setting because I just I've realized I'm not comfortable with that but I am comfortable Writing hard th- the songs that are about hard topics, I've become comfortable, you know, working through it in my art and in my reflection, and in the ways that I kind of self-assess and process my own life, and and I've been doing some work, and it's I guess it's it's, it's the work, but it's a different version than going and doing all the therapy and really you know, kind of sifting through your all your bullshit. <laughs> um, I've been sifting through it, but. I've been trying to make it into bars sometimes, and you know a lot of that doesn't come out in the music I've released publicly. But I am finding a way to work through it in my artistic journey, which I think that's kind of my, one of my like touchstones for right now. Is like if I'm gonna judge my life's process, I really like for it to be fruitful from an artistic perspective or from you know a me being artistically you know somehow being able to express myself and that struggle or that meaning of life that I'm I'm feeling at that moment. So yeah, man, that's about uh that's a bunch of thoughts on doubt. <laughs> um I've done I think there's a couple of things on YouTube about like self-confidence and um self uh efficacy that involves some of these con- this context as well. So look those up if you want, but Doubt is a tricky thing. I'm somebody who kind of has the lower side of the self-confidence and just naturally doesn't just, you know, believe like that I got, I'm the best, which is actually a good thing when you really do the research on it. It's helpful to doubt yourself a little bit because then you over-prepare or then you do more as it leads up to the, you know, if it's like a boxer getting ready for the event, like the guy who's Who's underconfident will probably overprepare, and he might end up being over like more ready for the fight than the other guy, because if the other guy was arrogant or overconfident, he might have prepared less. So it actually works out in your favor sometimes to have some doubt. So if you're somebody like me who has some some self um, yeah just some lacking in self I don't know, it's not self-esteem, it might be. Um, but it's just sometimes if you doubt yourself that can be you know that can erode your ability to just slay it at a show. Like you have to somehow erase that. Like I know I have huge doubts in myself and sometimes I crack up that I've done so well on stages, but I know it comes from preparation and then I know it comes from also when I get up there, somehow like just forgetting that doubt. I had a friend that used to tell me before one of my early shows, he just sent me a text that night or did somewhere around the show and just said um, something to the effect of like like if you get nervous just you remember you played in front of 80,000 <laughs> and it was, and um, I've had several friends say that type of thing to me before and it's like you know it, they know I played ball and a lot of times they played ball too and they'll just remind me that you've played you know there's no reason to be nervous in front of these 500 people 1,000 people 3,000 people you've played in front of you know 80,000 people so that's you have to somehow remind yourself and i'll that that becomes my like one of my you know granite things to come back to is like okay you've been here before it's been bigger than this you got this you know what you're doing but you that like you got this thing is blocking it out is reminding yourself it's not so so bad like or or like you know you can remind yourself i've got these rhymes i prepped this thing over, over this same rhymes my rhymes my beats you have to just kind of like tunnel vision in that moment and so if you struggle with that find somehow to put your blinders on and not let that doubt even enter your frame of reference because it could be paralyzing if you all of a sudden realize, well, what if, I, what if I mess up the words? What if this? What if that? What if that? What if that? You have to somehow just silence that and just be like, what if I rip this shit and just go out there and just tear it to pieces? Whether that's your presentation at work, you know, it's my set at the show, whether it's, you know, the wide receiver catching the touchdown, whether it's, you know, the little girl at the spelling bee, whether it's, you know, the, whatever it is, you know, you got to not just kind of rip it and you got to like let go of that doubt. So sometimes when you have like a big moment coming up like that, I think in my like football lockers, I used to have something like, like why not you? Why not now? Or like, just let it flow. Or like some reminder, like some little mantra type reminder. I don't remember what they were for real, but something like that, that would tell you kind of let go of the other stuff uh, to let go of the distraction and to focus in and so sometimes you have to do that just, just kind of cut it out cut, cut the noise down focus in I think that's why folks like to work out with headphones on it's like you're zoned in so find a way to zone into that space you know erase the doubt preparation work will help but find a way mental state wise to erase your own doubt and that takes time so uh, I believe in you <laughs> uh, who needs a classroom uh, you do I do, we do. Uh, hope you all are well. Peace out.